scared, boys? It's the sound of carolers. <laughs> it truly is a Christmas miracle, moving radio listeners. It is indeed a miracle. Oh, it's like the peanuts themselves are outside our windowsill as we sit here tucked inside in a cold, frigid Edmonton night and we have been watching bad Christmas specials together. I know you know who I am. I'm Christian Zip. But on my left is Lucas Anders, correspondent of Moving Radio, mustache wear. To my right is Mark Davies, political aspirations <laughs> and handsome to boot. Gentlemen, welcome to... Shea Moving Radio, which is, I call, I mean, it sounds like another place downtown called Shea Pierre's. It's very different. I just want to put that out there right now. It's a, it's a beautiful evening. We've all got hot toddies. Do you want to take a sip, boys? Sure, I'll, I'll take a sip of mine. Yeah, I put a little extra rum in there. Ooh. I know, it's very nice. Thank you. And also, I've roasted so many chestnuts. I don't think there's any way we're getting through these. Do you have nut allergies, Mark? No nut allergies, but... Uh, Thank God, because there's a lot of nuts in this house. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. So many. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, look, that's a joke. That's a low-hanging fruit joke, <laughs> but that's okay. We'll take it, because we're not above that on Moving Radio. Boys, what time of year is it? It's Christmas time. And, of course, at Christmas time, one of my favorite things to do is to torture the eyeballs of young Mark Davies. And why? Because he asked for it. When did this start, Mark? Well, you know, Christian, I take this always very seriously. Probably in about 2018, we started our annual tradition of you picking out a Christmas special slash movie yeah. slash any type of content. And I sit down in front of the computer and I make furious notes. And I often wonder to myself, how did Christian even know that this content existed? Yeah. But I do take it very seriously. And so I'd probably say this is our fifth annual uh, Christmas special. Yeah, then I bring you back to Shea Moving Radio, and we watch it together, <laughs> huddled <laughs> under a blanket, stuffing nuts in our face, and drinking hot toddies. I'm so glad I could join this year. I know, Lucas. Isn't man, this exciting? It's your first time, right? It is. Like, it's pretty cozy under the blanket, Yeah. and we saw something that was quite incredible. Like, I don't see your Life eyes changing. bleeding on the outside, but I feel like they are on the inside, Lucas. They, they definitely were. Fans of Moving Radio, what I exposed these two gentlemen to was to something maybe that you, if you're super internet savvy, realized about in 2016, or maybe, just maybe, you were one of the human beings who was watching television at the time in 2002 and saw Rap City Street Kids believe in Santa. <laughs> this animated special, like I said, aired in 2002. And you know what? It's from the mind of a dreamer. A dreamer named Colin Slater, who not only wrote it, but also wanted to direct it and produce it. An animated one-hour Christmas special. It sounds great, right? Like your favorite Christmas special, Mark Davies? My favorite Christmas special? Yeah, what was it? Oh, it's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Yeah, exceptional, right? Are we talking like the classic one? Oh, yeah. I mean... Not the, the Jim Carrey Not the Jim Carrey. Okay. I love the 24-minute one. It's lean. It's tight. And it comes in just perfectly, and it makes you feel a certain Not way. crazy? That was Karloff, wasn't it? That wasn't that Boris Karloff? It was, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Sanders, your favorite Christmas special? A Very, Very Muppet Christmas. Oh, 
you know. That's why you got invited over, buddy. That's <laughs> all about the Muppets over here. Yeah. Look, both timeless classics. I don't know that we can say that about Rap City Street Kids. <laughs> Believe in Santa. <sighs> it might be hard yeah. to get to, to the level. <laughs> well, look, my ag- yeah, my agenda is to make you regret the second you press play. And and if that's something that you enjoy and you revel in like I do, then Rap City Street Kids believe in Santa is for you. You know, I could sit here and talk about the plot, but Mark, I'd really like to know what you made of this mess of an animated film cuz it seems to be in 2 3D, but it's not really 3D. It's more 2D 3D animation. And it probably looks like it was made in 1992. Yet, it was 2002. So what did you get out of the plot, Mark? On When I do the piece with Lindsay on Thanks Telefilm, I always like to give the elevator pitch to the millions of listeners. Ah, yes. Give us the elevator pitch for Rap City Street Kids Believe in Santa. So I would say it's South Park Animation. All right. Meets Christmas Special. Okay. With a tad bit of rap music. All right. Everything you're saying has some sort of element of charm. The the low-res magic of South Park, right? Absolutely. Hip-hop. The kids love it. Several shows dedicated to it on CGSR. And Christmas special. Look, some of our fondest memories in December are associated with them. Yet inexplicably, this has none of those things that really cash in on, right, Mark? Like, it's... It's just not good. Well, I was watching it. I often found, well, first of all, you said the goal was to make us cringe when we watch it. I found my mind was aimlessly wandering. I did pull out the cell phone at times <laughs> and did Mark, the, that's did against the scrolling. The rules. That's against the rules. <laughs> if it's to be true punishment, there was no cell phoning allowed, even with research. Research is done before or after. So that's it. One of your gifts is getting taken back. I'm taking it from underneath the tree, and it's going back to some poor child that needs more movies in their life. I'm sorry. I just want to say, let's go back to the fact that I was watching it on a laptop. Okay. I kind of felt was watch when I was watching the special, it was made on a laptop and like a dorm room at the University of Alberta by some young man who's in fine arts, but maybe had a little bit too many drinks you know, that night and, and kind of wanted to pound it out because the animation, I don't know if you would say it's atrocious, but it's certainly elementary. And I find there's not a lot going on in the background, but it's all happening in the foreground and there's very little symmetry or color palettes or much going on with the animation at all. And like you said, probably 1992, it would have looked sophisticated, but in 2002 and then in 2022, it looks archaic. Yeah, Minecraft looks better than this, but it's by design, right? Lucas Anders, you watched this monstrosity. I don't know how I got through it, but I did. I tell you how you got through with it, with triple rum and hot toddies. I might have fallen asleep a couple times. What? This thing is less than an hour, Lucas. How are you falling asleep at the Rap City Street Kids? Believe in Santa. In fairness, I tortured myself again and woke up and rewound and, and tried to keep on track. Here, oh, even. <laughs> fantastic. So YouTube got two clicks out of this. Yeah. I like did. it. I like I lucked it. out. Well, but, that's pretty incredible. Look, if we're going to talk about this a little bit, 
let's just try to like think about like what actually happens here. Ricky Rogers. Do you remember little Ricky Rogers? Little Ricky. Little Ricky. He's a poor preteen boy who lives on Rhapsody Street with his great grandmother, Fran. Fran is difficult to understand at times. I couldn't figure out <laughs> what yeah. she was well, saying. that's part of its charm, I think, sometimes. Okay. And when his class's Christmas gift exchange is coming up, Ricky wishes to give his teddy bear gifted to him from his late mother. That's an amazing gift. Like, you want to talk about something that's got a lot of your heart and soul and memories in it? He wants to give this to his classmate, Nicole, an affluent, self-centered girl who believes that anything she deems as cheap is not worth her time. Well, guess what, folks? Nicole thinks that bear is cheap. She is an awful human being in this movie, and I don't understand her and why she's such a soulless little block of animation. I found she got a lot of screen time. She did. Too yeah. much. You know, and the thing was, <laughs> she's, you know, her narrative doesn't really make sense. She gets a lot of screen time. And I don't really felt, you know, in Christmas specials, I want my protagonist to kind of have an epiphany or, you know, some type of moment where they discover the true meaning of Christmas. I don't know if that necessarily happened to her during this special. She's no. so self-centered, singing in front of the mirror to herself about it's how awesome songs. she is. Yeah, <laughs> she is really awesome, though, right? Look at me, look and you'll see best kid in the world look at me look and you'll see just how good i can be cause on christmas eve If you haven't heard of Rhapsody Street Kids, believe in Santa. Paige O'Hara, the voice of, was it Belle in Beauty and the Beast? Or was it, which one of these Disney princesses was she? I think it was Belle. Or no, sorry, I thought it was Ariel. Wait, it was Ariel. Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Something like that. Yeah. Look, I'm showing my true colors here by saying, like, I know deep cuts about, like, really independent film. And then when you ask me about Disney princesses, I'm truly second-guessing myself. Paige O'Hara... Uh, some noteworthy at this point in time is the voice of Nicole. Crazy, right? Uh, yeah, you would kind of think from going from The Little Mermaid to a special that was seen on the WB network. I don't know if that's necessarily a step up. Maybe it's a step sideways, but I, I certainly feel her pain. And uh, one of the things I hear often in the podcast world is keep cashing them checks. And I think she was cashing a big fat check uh, when it came to this Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Like, Best Kid in the World is one of the most terrible Christmas special songs ever. I got got it written right here, Christian. Oh, okay. Ready? Here we go. Talk about it. Look at me, and you will see the best kid in the world. That is literally the lines (laughs) from from this this Christmas special. And let's not forget— the movie's supposed to have some type of like hip hop or rap element to it. Yeah. And when I think of rap or hip hop, I think of creativity of lyrics. 
this is basically something that my five-year-old son would probably write if I asked him to write down the meaning of Christmas or something of that I nature. I also feel like playing Parappa the Rapper might be <laughs> infinitely more entertaining than watching the Rhapsody Street Kids. Definitely. Uh, was there anything that struck you, Lucas, in watching this? I mean, you obviously question yourself, why? Why me? Why now? Why ever? Why? But was there anything else that struck you when you were watching this animated special that aired in 2002 on the WB? That's right. It was on network television, friends. Only one time, though. I have to admit, like, when I first kind of got brought into this world, the the music sort of felt like you were in a nightmare at, off the bat. Like, the music just <laughs> kind of, like, pulls you into, like, this. Should it be this uh, juvenile and disjointed? Because it feels that way. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like you were being pulled into this uh, strange world, and, and it definitely delivers on that front. Um, what is it? Smitty takes them into the basement uh, in search of uh, the, the... Right there, I mean, you've already scared me. <laughs> Smitty takes them into the basement. Yeah, and like the gang that kind of bullies... Uh, kind of reminds me Ricky, of Bi- yeah. Ricky. Yeah. Poor Ricky. Poor Ricky. Yeah. Getting uh, bullied essentially reminded me of like it's it's weird, but some of the gang that's kind of picking on him reminds me of Biff and his gang from Back to the Future. <laughs> right. In a in a very like a very loose connection, obviously. <laughs> right. Which is a massive touchstone for you in your own life. It is. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's not that. Rap City, but. Back to the Future. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some pop cultural connections that I found a bit. I don't know why, but yeah. one of the kids f- sounded like Nelson from Simpsons, like, hey, hey, you know. The well, it's actually funny you would say Simpsons because mm-hmm. Nancy Carwright, the voice of the great Bart Simpson, yeah, is one of the voices in the special. Actually, I don't, ah. I can't remember which character Nancy Carwright played, but there is a Simpsons connection to okay. the special. Actually, Nancy so, Cartwright played Todd. Which one, be, which one is Todd? That again? would be the person that I think I was honing in on. One of the mm-hmm. the the gang members uh, picking on our friend. So uh, interesting that that it's got some of those like really deep connections to like Disney and Simpsons. Like that's a weird scenario in in that it is such an awful special right? <laughs> like there's nothing redeeming about any of the characters well some of them but look the legend know. is is that at some point director producer writer peace yes yes also colin slater uh had a dream this was a legitimate honest dream and this is why i can't begrudge it this isn't something where he was like I'm going to make the most epically terrible thing because those kind of things I don't necessarily like, you know, like have a lot of charm. I'll laugh at it. I'll get that you're in on the joke as the director, producer, whatever, actor. But this was genuine. And I think that's what truly makes something cult is that there was heart behind it. Do you, do you and, know why I think there was heart yes, and genuine why? and charm? Because I think if you – I please, please to the millions of listeners, please watch this special on YouTube after you've had a couple cold ones. But I have to say, the moments where they use the transition of this snowflake, this computer animated snowflake, 
I think that's where, you know, kind of the impetus of the whole project came from. And I think there is a sincerity when you see that. Obviously, everything else about the project is is ludicrous, but there was something about that transition of the snowflake. But there's also the dichotomy as well that when you see it, it also feels cheese and it also feels uh, really put on. So I, I don't know. I, I would have to say the snowflake always got me a little bit somehow, some way. I, I just felt like it was the most well-intentioned mess. <laughs> Really is what it was. I was like, it was so desperate to be hip by being Rap City Kids, right? Uh, I don't know. I guess I could go two different ways. Rap City. Rap City is a word, but it's spelled completely different. I think, too, if we look back at, like, 2002, it was kind of like the the apex of, like, rappers like Eminem, who was really kind of crossing kind of cultural bounds and was just dominating the charts. So, and I think he had a lot of appeal to a lot of younger people. Uh, fans as well and so you know I don't know maybe when when Colin was pitching this to the WB and said hey I need six <laughs> figures to make this you know I know there's a lot of Eminem fans out there and he's probably at the top of the game right now let's try to incorporate rap music into this Christmas special that's got to be part of the pitch trust me the kids love this stuff we need to make it something that's easily marketable okay and we can't go with all this R-rated stuff trust me that's not where we're going this is going to be G-rated and it's going to get in their ears, and they're going to be buying our blocky figurines and buying our terrible CDs, and they're going to watch it every year because Rhapsody will be in their blood. I'd be like, here's your half a million. You go. Six you figures. go, Colin. You make that dream come true. You get Mark Hamill. Like you said, <laughs> You though. do it. There, there is no, there's not enough rap in it to even. That's the to irony, define, okay, well, right? This is the thing. Maybe a, look, I think know, probably they, they didn't want to look. They only had an hour. Look, Ricky can hour. only do so they much. They only rapping. fit in one rap song <laughs> the whole time at the very right. I mean, it is the name of the street, right? I mean, Rhapsody. <laughs> what <laughs> or was Rhapsody up Kids with the coins, like? And, and the snowflake, like, when he's at the window looking. This is an excellent question that I cannot answer myself, but Mark Davies possibly can. Do you have any theories? Actually, I'm a little confused by the question because I might have been scrolling my phone at this point. So which, Oh, he's which like point standing in, oh, at the window right? with some Better. coins. And, and I think like is this Rodney's like a sound and they disappear or something. I love It's like Rodney's as if he's imagining fashion. like he has money or something and. I can't even remember that from... from it, it was. <laughs> there was so many things where, like, even though I don't do drugs, I felt like I was on <laughs> drugs. On drugs while you're you know, like, yes. like the spinning of that the teddy bear. That maybe was part of the pitch, too. Look, the kids can't legally do drugs, but we will get them because they'll feel like they're on drugs watching this show, and the Rap City Street kids will be in their blood. I mean, initially I was confused by the whole situation with the bear, right? Because he stares at a picture of his mother and this, let's just say the bear ends up in, in Nicole's hands. We don't know who Nicole is. I think he's talking about his mother and she changes her skin color. And I'm like, is mom, uh, is she a chameleon? Is something going on here? Like I was a bit lost until we really got introduced to Nicole. Yeah, I mean, you see it and you feel like it's from a different time, right? But uh, the fact that it came out post-Toy Story is probably the most n- mind-numbing thing where you're like, I mean, you don't want to be dumping right Pixar levels of cash at this, but it was doable. 
Like, did you watch Reboot as a child on television or no? I did. This I is love that. significant levels beneath Reboot. But way below. Reboot. Way below Reboot, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Technologically. It's, it's like, and I believe the, the legend is they spent so much money on a Mark Hamill, on uh, trying to get some songs done. Clint Howard. Paige O'Hara. Oh, I don't think they spent a lot of money on Clint Howard, to be honest with you. <laughs> Nancy Cartwright. Who you got to think 2002? Still pretty hot. Right? I mean, even at this point, that's a paycheck. I'd say with those three voices, you're that's a lot of money. And maybe you just said, look, we've only got so much left for songs and animation. This is what we got. I, I want to ha- just also say one more strong point. You know, the thing about a Christmas special is you need to have the kids still believing in Santa Claus. Yes. And so – for this special to be authentic and direct at the same time, literally one of the dialogue pieces from the film is, because we believe in Santa, <laughs> there will always be Santa. Right? I mean, it's still... Santa's up, in your heart. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Although all the things that are happening to poor Ricky, I'm just like, I don't think I would believe in Santa, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> Definitely have a hard time if it was Ricky. Yeah. Look, here's the other thing, right? Like when we talked about the grandma before, one of the classic things that gets thrown around on the internet too, when you see clips, um, you see that it is Deborah Wilson, former cast member of Mad TV, if uh, you used to watch that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The legend behind this as well is that whatever file she sent, like she did her job, it got like corrupted somehow and something was off about it. So that's why like grandma sometimes is like, it sounds like, She's like stuttering and kind of half gibberish almost, and you can't quite understand it. And it was just because I don't I don't know if they just couldn't be like we're too embarrassed to ask Deborah Wilson to re-record this, or whoa we missed that when they rendered it. I don't know, but that's the legend. Because when you listen to it, you're like I don't understand what's going on with Grandma. Why? Do you see anything else? Oh, <laughs> see, oh, kids nowadays. Oh, my baby must be sending letters. I'll be back in a hurry, great-grandma. Always in a hurry. Isn't that what Santa does? It was from my heart. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't get it. Oh. Christmas. Oh. How? You know, it's funny you would share that story from the University of Internet because I literally can picture Colin maybe sitting with an audio technician being like, the audio tech says, hey, Colin, this file's corrupted. It's not going to work. Like, did Colin say to him, good enough, we'll still use it, throw it in the special. The the network executives will never notice. Or do this little thing to try to fix it, and it kind of sounds like jumpy, stuttery, and it's like, (laughs) no, no, that's good, that's funny. But you tell yourself that because you're like, I just got to get through this because we got to hit the deadline. Yeah. This is the third time I've seen you look confused, Lucas. Yeah, I like I struggle with the fact that, you know, the audio just doesn't match. And, right. Like, there's just there's not a feeling that, you know, it's funny in any way. It, it kind of it's jarring. It's pulls you out of it a lot. And I don't know, poor Deborah Wilson, like if she's looking back at that going like, 
why did I sign up for this? Well, did you, you know? think there was a problem with your speakers for a second when you were when that came up with her? Because I, I for a second I was like, think so. Yeah. Is that my computer or is that actually coming or from the animation? At first, I thought because then I watched I watched some other videos after of people who are like, oh, let's break this down, <laughs> and that's where I learned some things and through reading some stuff. And because at first I just thought I'm like, oh, it's just like whatever the source material was, right? Like was messed up. But I was like, but it was only always grandma. It's an interesting thing. Like, I think ultimately when I make you watch these kinds of things, I'm always going to ask you, would you ever share it with anyone else? Now, this could be your worst enemy. It could be your children, Mark. Would you ever share Rhapsody Street Kids believe in Santa with anyone else this season? Well, my 11-year-old son came into the room and he said, Dad, what are you watching? Yes. Right? But then he just went back to Fortnite. But I thought Uh, about it with this question. Much higher grade animation. (laughs) Right? That my younger son, Sawyer, he's he's seven. I think he could probably sit through this and be amused and be entertained. But I don't think he's going to want it on the PVR and want to return to it every Christmas. So you're saying you could sneak one past him? I think so. But I think, maybe only one time. You know, like the city of Edmonton says, you know, you need to be accompanied by an adult uh, if you're eight or younger. I think yeah. probably the litmus test for this special is eight or younger that could probably sneak past watching this Christmas could special. Could you do it without your phone for a second uh, viewing? Because you couldn't do it the first time. Uh, and that's I, why you're not getting a present. I, I don't think I could. No, I don't, I don't think I could. It's a fair comment. Yes. It's a fair comment. That's okay. Did any part of you laugh? When you were watching it, yeah, I felt un- I felt uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> watching the whole I special, truly, right? I've truly done my job. You've you've thrown me some zeners over the years. Like I don't know if people want to go back to the archives and listen okay, to this. So yeah, let's Star Wars think special. About it. What's right? worse, this or the Star Wars holiday special? I would because now it seems like that's got some sort of charm. Guardians of the Galaxy does their own Star Wars <laughs> Star Wars Christmas special inspired they by that. Just like, did, yeah. It just did drop, right. yeah, yeah. I, I would probably I mean, there's say there's no singing B. Arthur, but it's it's all right. You know what, Christian? I give you props. I, I think you are the king. This is probably once again you've topped yourself, and this is probably it. It what was it? Santa meets Martians. What was that? I don't uh, know that I made you watch that. Did we do that one? We did that one. I think one. there was one the variation of it. Yeah, this one was. Is like that a, the one that Kevin Bacon was also watching in? The Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> he I think might have they been. were might the holiday been. special. A lot of mind-numbing moments. I think right? that's what he was doing. There was also that. Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. But that's the one was made in Mexico, where it was like Santa versus the devil. Yes, that no. sounds interesting. It's bizarre. That one's bizarre. But yeah. this one really amazing sets, though. You know what? Actually, because we we've gone through them all, I'd say this one is the king. This one made me feel the most uncomfortable, and I also felt I had to go to the you know, my phone and kind of do the scroll of death. So you did it. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody you know out what? there. Christian How about those dogs? My heart just grew 10 sizes bigger. The Chas- do- <laughs> chasing you through the yard. It felt like Terminator beats these like really yeah. tiny dogs. It made me yearn them. for Hulk dogs. That's how bad it was. Lucas, did you ever, like, were you laughing at any point? Or, or was it the level of bad where you were just like, Why? Definitely was the level of why. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it 
to Mark's kids. Uh, the messaging is off. Yeah, you like them. Uh, You're like, they're nice kids. Why would I do this to them? Yeah, it'd be and torture, what? and the message is wrong. Like, yeah. be self-involved. Sing to yourself in the <laughs> yeah. mirror. Yeah. You know, like, tell people Santa's not real. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a lot of... Uh, uh, give treasured items from your deceased parents to just somebody. selfish children in your class that you are projecting some sort of hope of love and some sort of elementary school crush, and then they will in turn crush your soul. Maybe that's the cautionary tale. I don't know. I don't know. I have to tell you, uh, I was looking purposely for deep cut bad things, and then when this turned up, I was like, let's check this out. And I was like, oh, God, this is bad. And then I was trying to figure out, I'm like, is it bad for real? It was a bit of a riddle for me in some ways. So it made me think I was always trying to like process. I'm like, why? What's going on? What is this? Who did this? I feel oh, that's bad. I like that. Yeah. Like, I think that's what got Nancy's song. That's what got me over the hump. <laughs> so I was like, this, this, it, it reeks of like a Matt and Trey from South Park throwaway song. They're like, they got a selfish little kid. They're like, there's not enough swearing. Get rid of it. <laughs> that's what it felt like. I like you, I said I I have a lot of South Park written in my notes, but you're right. Yeah. It feels like it was thrown away from South Park, and that they picked up the intellectual property and were like, "We're going to put this into the special." I think it's like Matt and Trey wrote it in like grade six, and they were like, "This is beneath us at some point." And Colin picked it out of the trash and was like, "What a steal! <laughs> what a find!" I feel like you could make a documentary, a really interesting documentary about how this thing all came together because I, of how insane it is. I, there might be out there on YouTube because like I said in 2016 it was uh, the internet was on fire a little bit with one. it was one of those things that caught heat because it was terrible and people were talking about it a lot and of course you know uh, best worst movies are always the most fun right? Um, but yeah Rap City Street Kids we don't recommend it but if somehow your curiosity is piqued by this conversation we've had, we suggest you check it out. And you too will have the imprint of that horrible Christmas special on your brain just like we do. Make sure you get a hot toddy. Gentlemen, I think we should cheers to the fact that we all got through it. Although Mark, again, was touching his phone. (laughs) Oh no. I just want to say happy holidays. Cheers, everyone. To all the moving radio listeners, happy holidays. Whoever you like to celebrate with and whatever you like to celebrate, we hope it's fantastic. Grab yourself some chestnuts, roast them on a fire. Get three fingers of rum, put it in a hot toddy. Get the entire family under one blanket and fire up YouTube and watch Rhapsody Street Kids. Believe in Santa. Hey! What's that? Wow! Believe in Santa. Yeah! That's right, that's right. I believe in Santa. I am so proud of you, princess. And a Merry Christmas to all. Shut that door. <laughs> <laughs>